0: 24-hour party people are here for the last show of the year, and Paul O'Neill is no sorry. Um, we're back uh, after a week a fragmented month, uh, which kind of you know sums up Scottish football in a minute. So to join me for the last show of the year, show of the year, even uh, is the man, the Sefco Football Club of podcasting. Mr. Paul and... I take that
1: as a bit of an insult. Well, but,
0: uh, well we you me. should, yeah, you should. <laughs> are you going to say anything, or are, just, are you just going to pretend you've forgotten how to the show already? <laughs> I'd, I'd have, because
1: we've not done it like that for a few weeks,
0: so. So you're not going to say anything? No, I haven't got go anything, sorry. Fucking hell, great start to the show. Well, it's, it's, it is it's a theme to the show because um, your behaviour over the last 10 days has been nothing short of fallen. But we'll come on to that. Uh, right, let's get didn't it So, since we last saw you and whatever, there's been games and goals and all the rest there, and Celtic won the first cup of the season. But we'll focus on the charade of the games yesterday, starting with Aberdeen 2, Dundee 1, in front of, I think, 35 fans. I think, 500 that turned up.
1: I don't know. a. It's a horrible spectacle seeing the, the stands empty like that and the 500th token thing doesn't make any sense to me but I guess that's a wider part of the conversation. But um, Aberdeen took to me to thoroughly deserve their win Dundee took the lead with an absolute rocket for Griffiths. I think that's about all he's got in his locker these days because I watched him play hearts last week and he couldn't run anymore. But what
0: about the um, wall?
1: What about what? The wall. Ah, it was a, a big gap in it and it all he, he hit it with a brilliant bit of swerve and it went away for the goalkeeper but the, the wall should be standing better than that.
0: Aye. Right. so Hedges who the sports team commentator said was playing his last game, do you know anything about that?
1: No, I hadn't heard he was away. Yeah. Like I knew there'd been, like been rumours of interest in him and stuff but I never assumed that would be his last game. Uh,
0: I mean, he's one of those hit... players who Aberdeen fans idolise but I think that's because they've been watching utter rubbish for the last 30 fucking years. I didn't really see much of him. <laughs> Um, and then I think he's one
1: of these guys that are really hot, hot and cold. Like one week he looks absolutely brilliant, another looks he looks a bit like car. Yeah,
0: can I just stop you, Paul? I'm sure the listeners and myself are aware are aware of what the phrase "hot and cold" means. You do not need to <laughs> then tell us that means one day he's great and one time he's shit. We get it. See, this is This is this is ties into a lot of stuff that's going to come up in the show. But your general lack focus, um, and that you know everybody else has, they got the same. Uh, the winning goal came for Lewis Ferguson which is, uh, you know, looked likely because basically Dundee had done nothing but then right at the last kick of the ball Dundee missed an absolute setter.
1: Uh Fontaine just couldn't get his foot round it at all um, it, it seemed to be one of the ones that he, you're just waiting for him to prod it past the goalkeeper and it never seemed to set up for him at all Or if it did set up he's just no, no capitalising I must say the Ferguson goal though I think the keeper should be doing a lot better it's it's basically it's a decent strike for Ferguson, but I think the goal has got a hand to, it, and if you get a hand to it, you should be should be keeping out. I think.
0: Okay. Uh, and then of course after the game we'll treated to yet another interview for James Moros McPake, who you know thought about smiling once and then decided against it.
1: <laughs> uh, he's obviously not happy about this situation with a uh, COVID having to play with. Was Dave McKay was on the bench, wasn't he? Forty year old. Mm. I mean, off, I,
0: mean I think that's. I, I mean, listen. I mean, everybody's been well, apart from you, obviously Safeco and yourself. You used to think he's a immunity for COVID, but everybody else has been hit reasonably hard, you know. And uh, I don't, I don't know what the rules are. I've no idea anymore. I don't know what what constitutes getting you a a, a call off. Why well, I don't know why Hibs got a call off and other clubs did they? You know. Yeah, you, I I, that's, I think
1: that's the problem. Is there's no. No consistency applied to it, as you say. Hibb's got two games postponed, and from what I understood, they weren't as hard hit as Dundee were. Dundee mm. had one outfield player and a forty-year-old coach on the bench yesterday. Mm. But then I guess the question comes as well is what? Why can they not put youth players on the on the bench? Like Hearts were the same as the, Hearts had six subs, and said we had some COVID coughs and uh, stuff as well. But why can we not call up youngsters and put them in? Well, on the bench?
0: I, I think a lot of it's to do with the fact that where are the youngsters playing? Well, that's true. You know I mean obviously You've got the B teams Fair enough But then the B teams Ruling is If they play five first team games They can't play for the B team There's mm. no reserve league To speak of eh? There's no kind of youth league Or anything Fixtures happening and Do it's you p- think there'd be
1: Bounce games or something Going on behind closed doors To keep players fit But obviously no um, but, you, but aye It's completely inconsistent So like Dundee United and St Mirren Have been quite have Obviously been hit hard by it as well And these guys Are only getting coughs And Hibs did so like you can see why managers are annoyed if, if, if they think they genuinely have a problem An issue And are getting ignored But I think we're at a stage now With, with it That If you can field a team We kind of have to just get on with
0: it At, at this point Well Ange glue said Regarding the youth thing that He said that <coughs> Our um, training sessions With the first team Are more intense than any youth team Will ever be Mm. So if they can come through that I mean that That was basically An expanded question on Barkas Who hasn't played a game this season And came in yesterday mm-hmm. You know And was like Oh how could he just come straight in he said, Well he's training hard every day That's, what, that's the reason You know So yeah. he can just come into a game like that But For younger players I think it's more difficult And I'm sure we'll come on to me. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me Frog in my throat uh, Hearts 2 Ross County 1 uh, Looked to be Pretty You know Bog standard Home win for Hearts Smith Scored the first Woodburn Slightly idea of reflection Obviously And then Come the end of the game They were hanging on
1: I oh know It was The first half Is up to probably the best I've seen this playoff season. season um, we, we could have probably been Three or four We hit the bar on the, the post Keepers made a couple of good saves uh. And I was really, I was really surprised at how poorly it started because they've they've been on a good run. Aye. I thought it'd be a really difficult game to break them down. Um, but we got the early goal, which obviously is, is a massive settler. But aye, the last twenty minutes, like Jordan White scored with what just under twenty to go. Mm-hmm. And after that, like Hearts went like we went to pieces. Aye. We had lost Craig the centre half, so we were a wee bit makeshift at the back. But we just looked like we could, we lost the, the ability, put our foot on the ball and control the
0: game. Well, I mean, the shot coming, I don't think Gordon knew much about it, it just kind of hit him. Then mm-hmm. then there's one of the heaters coming in where you're just convinced it's going to ripple the net and it just slides past the post. And at that point, you know, perhaps that's where the crowd aspect comes in in the sense that there's any anxiety for one end and maybe a gene up for the other and you've just kind of go, go, got to get on with it, basically. But, aye, I mean, Ross County... Um, I know Robbie Nielsen kind of praised praise him, you know, after the game with pace and power and all the rest of it. But I have to say, Robbie Nielsen is still persistent with his jacket. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, I, I can't quite put my finger on what his problem is like, but he's got two moods, raging or stupefied, basically. He's always, I, did, I did notice before the game yesterday...
1: I think he shook like the officials one of the officials' hand before going to the dugout ah. and he looked absolutely furious even at that point, like nothing had happened yet. <laughs> when they started the game. But he, and as far as I can remember, he never used to be like that in his first spell, it was quite affable, like a bit boring but Well
0: as saw I mean I don't know if you saw my um match of the day and it had the Man City Leicester game and Man City's winning four 0 and it cuts to Brendan Rodgers. and he's, you know, kindy and passive and it says and what was he thinking and obviously he's he's furious but he's no showing it Mm -hmm. you know Robbie Nielsen you always know what he's thinking because he's just (laughs) standing there with his hands in his pockets like a fucking gunslinger at the side of the fucking track ready to kill somebody and (laughs) and, you know it's just sort of I don't know I think it's weird like I think he um, almost it's like he's grown his hair specifically for that so you can push it back And need just Just people aware That that's how raging I am My ears and my face I need to push it back Kind of thing
1: but, I, I think as well that, like, Even when he's like, He got interviewed after the game And they're like Are you happy with the start of the season He's like Oh I'm absolutely delighted like, show, tell, tell your face that then like, you know allowed to enjoy yourself Especially when you get to Halfway the season and a break And you can recoup And uh, uh, regather everything But uh, he does He constantly looks absolutely furious no, I know Alright a Dungeon
0: 81 United one, Hibs 3 um I've stayed on this show for weeks. Dundee United have been found out and they've not been able to come up with something else, basically. Everybody can sort of play against them. Um Hibbs goals. Hibbs dominated I mean they were up there early in the season, dominate dominated them in the League really Cup 1 3 and again Nisbet, Cadden Murphy, although I have to say the the Nisbet goes offside, surely. Aye, I thought so. I could see why Dungeon United weren't, weren't they happy with it at all. I mean, he's um, behind the goalkeeper, and I always thought it was the two players had to be. Uh,
1: you know, in that because, sort of right, and guy, And you can see Colin went to speak to the Linesman about it, mm. but for whatever reason, they've
0: come to the conclusion <laughs> that it stands. But, yeah, um, you see, he went to speak it, to the Linesman. He basically went over it. Was that offside? No, right. It's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it, basically, you know. I
1: know. Well, I, I think you're right, though. Hibbs completely deserved to win the game. Dungeon United obviously still had quite a young teammate. For the hangover, for the COVID, that they had at ibrox as well. Mm. Um, but they got they had a few players back, so they they should have been a bit stronger. Um, Dundee it never really seemed to show anything until they were two nothing, doing it? And then uh, Glass scored a really good goal, and you think like the last few minutes that might give you a lift, but they just conceded again like right away. Which
0: well, you saw It's obviously. obvious to see why they waiting for Tony Watt because they're desperately needing something up front, kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I do think that's a surprising move for Watt's part, but, though.
0: As I said, I think it'll be, it's probably because he's getting the money Shankland was. Yeah. And why else would you go? I mean, this you know, much of a muchness, really, isn't it? Um, part um, of the club. I think as Although, well, if it's a three year contract, which is rumoured, then it's a aye, good bit security. There is, that. also the fact that, you know, he's not going to go to Celtic, he's not going to go to Huns, he's already played for Hertz. There's only Lee Aberdeen, Dun United left after that, is it? I suppose, or Hibs um, Maybe doesn't want to tarnish his huge Hearts legacy, I don't know. <laughs> um, Okay. Uh, where will we go now? We'll go. to oh, I right, saveco to St. 0. I mean I did watch highlights, but really nothing. To, you know. Hope.
1: No, it was a pretty pretty standard win. I think they scored again with Simmerin with injuries and uh, players missing with COVID. They've got to try and rate it for as long as possible and frustrate them, I and mean, they, they never mm-hmm. conceded no. after fourteen minutes. No, a pretty pure goal for their point of view.
0: And then. And they set the second goal Is sort of goal That gets scored In the fucking 10 at 6s And, sixes. and <laughs> a guy, a guy well, he didn't say Where's the defenders You know You are not know, follow the ball Or not
1: You shouldn't be getting Your own rebound On oh, challenge fuck At that. this level but, And once that goes in It was it was done I mean they Probably could have Had another couple But Anwick Made a couple of good saves But Simbaran will be Desperate for the break now Who made are, a couple
0: of good saves Did you say? Anwick
1: Anwick Anwick
0: I thought you said Arnwick there I was like That's <laughs> not his name Anwick like, Aye, like the place near Newcastle on the borders uh,
1: Berwick, Castle.
0: Aye, Where Blackadder was formed The first one
1: Aye, He made a few good saves But Simran will be desperate I love the, the way you just
0: tried to boom. deflect away that You're supposed to be a well paid pundit and You've completely fucked his name You've gone <laughs> doing the Mick, the Mick Shannon, Gary Lineacre Fucking route Lineacre. And you're trying to fucking talk your way You're not going to do it And that's enough about that game they not not kind of interested uh, oh fuck! I motherwell two. I've got so I've got so much going on in my head about this game. Motherwell two, Livingston one. Uh, Van Veen, we a great fifty cracking and a and Anderson for Livingston. Yeah. Now, there's a few things I want to bring up. Right, first of all, Sean Goss is name. I don't like cunts with two names with four letters in them. <laughs> Sean Goss. What is that all about? <laughs>
1: Well I, I don't know I'd have to take up with Mr I mean, and Mrs that, Goss
0: Aye oh, Well that's if, Here's the fucking thing With these Goss cunts There's Mark Goss There's Luke Goss What the they of With the four letters
1: Maybe there's only so Like a A certain amount of names That I like to use with Well it, at, like at this point free, I, free, I, free you, I thought
0: you I would it, I thought you would have done it I, yeah, Jeremy Goss is flying the flag for Against the four name wankers Four letters. I tried to forget Jeremy uh, Goss To be no. honest Well Eh uh, okay Secondly um. Graham Alexander looked like a fucking undercover CIA agent in the stand, with his long Mac and his fucking earpiece, as if he was just you know they when they're like trying to be like inconspicuous and no no make folk they realise they're talking at a wee end thing in the sleeve and all that. I mean, he he literally should get a season ticket for the Millwall main stand. He's in it that often. Uh,
1: he's he's another one that's always raging at referees and and he? normally comes out and says something like, uh, "I can't say what I really
0: want to say. <laughs> if I would, have, I'd be arrested." <laughs> yeah. I know. And uh, Another one. Um, because um, the game was in that spectacular. David Martindale is fast becoming holy for Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, God, like he's got that same monotone way you talking. His heed, and when I say his heed, I'm talking about above the eyes, is getting bigger every week. In his face, he could all if he put his two palms on his cheeks, he could be Edvard Munch's The Scream.
1: <laughs> I and hope he's not listening this weekend, well, I Davey.
0: You know, just let us know if there's any serious health problems and we'll stop talking about it. But you'll not get many podcasts today, Paul, that will mention Edvard Munch's The Scream. That's for <laughs> no. sure. That's the kind or- of intellectual level we're dealing with here, Nobel level, even. Or the the misshapen face of our manager in this period. Well, yeah, there is that. Oh, okay, um, but I might well, you know, they've they they've, they've, um, they've really stabilised over the last few weeks, especially since that since that six one government saveco. Aye. Uh, they've done quite well, um, and I do. So like home that,
1: record's excellent. Like they just
0: seem. Like Alexander and me, um, and you know, no problem. Maloney's obviously won the first two games at Habs. He'll be delighted. Not quite sure about his attire yesterday. Looked like he was fucking just going to jump into a funeral after the game. And obviously Robin a jacket record. But Alexander, to me, seems like the kind of manager to be perfect at a Hibs or a Hertz because he drives club zone. Mm. You know, he's got that kind of steely determination that certain managers didn't have. And um, I think he's destined for bigger things, I really do. If he can keep progressing at Motherwell because I like to cut his jib at Salford um, and it must have been an absolute godsend to get him as manager after the two head case boys that fucking used to be there I thought he was really sacked there.
1: sorry I thought he was really as well but then obviously demanding success immediately
0: and no time for oh, I mean the, the, that that project went for you know let's get some identity for the community till to, to you know let's win the Premier League You know, and and that that that's basically it. And now you know the kind of mid-table League Two team, which is pretty incredible, considering. But anyway, we're not talking about Solford. And lastly, lot to talk about here as well, mostly off the park. St Johnston one, Celtic three. Now you get these people in life Paul, who are strong friends. You know, they would the the typey people. They didn't ask questions. You know the type of people that like if you turn up at their door and say, "Look, I need a bed for the night." They didn't ask you why. The typey people that, for example, if you phone them for the jail and say you need to be on mute, they didn't ask you if you done it. You know, <laughs> uh, the typey people who, if you tell a you know maybe a good lady in a in a bar one night that you're actually a tennis coach for Nicaragua, they didn't go, "No, you fucking on me," <laughs> right? They they're good friends. Then you have James Lenny, right? Supposedly, got to step up and give us a report on St Johnston games. So, what does he do? He sends a fucking report when we're known, which I thought was disrespectful to you, your wife, and daughter. And then he's flaunting, and I'll emphasise that word flaunting, the fact that he's at the game yesterday, one of the 500. I'm glad St Johnston did they actually get 500 fans? I'm not quite sure. Or oh, giving it the big one, right? Then after the game, not so fucking big one, a new report for us. What's all that about? I
1: don't know. This is uh, it's something James might have to answer for. Uh, like uh, bragging about getting tickets
0: as a Aye. poor show when everybody else can't Aye. get into games. I thought it was poor. No, then. But I'm not even start before we even get into the game. Tons of stuff. How many Tory farmer wankers go up and plough the pitch. <laughs> I must say,
1: the pitch absolutely shocked me in aye. this game, because I don't remember it being that bad in any the previous weeks or anything
0: like that. It looks, it's like it's aye. turned overnight. Ploughed by Tory Farmers, who also then put sand on the fucking gold moose. What the I fuck's saw, that, I've seen that You used to see that quite a lot, but I've not seen it for Aye, aye. When we didn't have technology and fucking the 20 pence piece hadn't been fucking invented. You know, that's when we had that, right? So, all that goes on. Then... Good Celtic supporters, right? Good Celtic supporters are standing in a public place watching the game as it is their right, and the fucking Tory wankers send in the police to try and disperse them. Right? Now, I don't know who phoned the police, but I'm going to let the listener decide who they think it might have been. Right? So that that's my qualms. I'm still no fucking finished. That's my <laughs> qualms with A Mob. Then we cut to, so obviously, uh, we of go to the game, I was going to the game, and then all the rest of it, we not go. Right, okay, fine, no problem. So who do we get? Pundits. James McFadden and Chris Boyd. I know McFadden's got a tenuous link to St Johnston, right? What the fuck is that going to do with St Johnston Celtic cover name? So I'm like, oh for fuck, here we go. And then Chris Boyd makes the biggest arse of himself, probably in pundit history, and I don't know if you've seen it where he basically exploded and said it was an embarrassment that we were calling off games in Scotland whilst the other teams in Scotland, like Top Flight, whilst other teams were playing games. And he couldn't understand why this was happening. And was about to say that it was all about against Sevco when I think her name is Ailey Barber said, well, (coughs) it's because of the
2: supporters.
0: (coughs) Though they can have lower attendances and, you know. And he went, so then his answer to that, so, you're thinking, so where's he going to go with this? Is he going to come up with another, some of the other bullshit follow follow conspiracy? He then says, it's a disgrace that this is Johnson Celtic game going gone ahead. Why are we having this yeah. game when we can't have punters in? So, yeah. his argument changed literally on the drop of your fucking hat.
1: I I, I deliberately avoided the punditry yesterday when I seen it was Boyd and McFarren. I just watched the game, but I'm glad. I, I, how can you change your argument mid, mid <sighs> interview? He's I, not clever I enough. This, like I've, I've seen a lot of people as
0: well this week say like oh we should play these games just get them out the way but but fans matter like fucking they've been locked out far too long. Well, that's the other thing I have got to say about Robbie Nielsen. I think he should be commended for what he said. Where he said this is not football when mm. we need fans in here, you know. And I'll stomach one set of games, all right, fair enough, and I'm happy, you know, because to me, like as well, and every club's suffering injuries and COVID issues and all the rest of it. Now we've basically got a chance to clear all that up, you know, <laughs> and, and get a, a a good break within, you know, hopefully everybody's back fit and ready and hopefully we'll see some fantastic games in front of fans and all the rest of it. That, to me, is the be-all and end-all, right? And if folk, folk think I'm coming for you, oh, I just want Celtic to win and all the rest of it, when we'll talk about this, I want to ask Paul his thoughts on... Where hurts are the season, and I'll give them, um, so far, and I'll give my thoughts on Celtic. It's not about that. It's simply about common fucking sense. You know, we had a fucking for once in Scottish football, we had a fucking gap in the fixture list. And by the way, Boyd was screaming yesterday about where have we got to play all these fixtures and all the rest of it. Well, there's fuck all wrong. We extending the season because there's no fucking tournaments till fucking uh, November mm-hmm. December. And secondly. He actually had the audacity to say Well we never got an extension in 2008 <laughs> uh, You did because I the last the same,
1: How is it the same situation anyway? I know,
0: though, the last games of the season That season were played on a Thursday fucking night yeah. What are you I talking think- about? It's bullocks
1: anyway, but we're always going to have a two week break. So, what's the difference between switching it now to having it in two weeks' time? It's Still just, got to play the same amount of fixtures.
0: Right. I mean, the bottom line is they wanted to go to Petordre, Huns wanted to go to Petordre and Celtic Park, and fans here. That's it. You know, they need think, oh, that's it. Good night. We'll win the league and whatever. Um, but, aye. Right. Anyway, on to the game. Um, I think Celtic, you know, after the drawn, uh, I, mean, I was talking about some non-game of City before eighty-four percent possession, thirty-one shots. I've never seen a game dominated like that in my life, and no win. Mm-hmm. Um, credit some on that, but Celtic's finishing was dreadful. Um, they abated that quite quickly um, on um, Sunday because you know a badder, you know, who I think is really coming onto a game, um, was was it and you know for the first half. I mean, it was the golfing class was enormous. I thought.
1: Aye, I thought I thought St Johnston looked all over the place as well It's like they never knew what their game plan was I don't know if the early goal rocked them or whatever But even, even the first goal It's really good for Abada It's a good effort The keeper made a great save The mm. keeper is surely entitled to think he's
0: centre-half are going to come and follow that up uh, Well, I thought I was kind of I mean, Abada, by his knee stretch of imagination A big physical player and no. yet he had the time and space To just heed it back in Which I was Aye. I said that to my wife straight away I was like I, can't, I said I'm delighted we've scored But if I was, that was my defender i have gone off my fucking heed
1: I think it was Dendonker Who should have just came and cleared everything He's a big guy Aye. But it was, it was really like, They'd be disappointed with that And then, then They needed to try and get themselves A foothold in the game And obviously you got the second one Relatively early as well And at that point I thought it was going to be Five or six Because Abada had two, What two
0: chances For the hat trick Aye he did Two good chances um, I think A wee bit up So obviously, well, obviously Keoro, um Tried to run Couldn't he do it? Brutal um Joey Dawson mm. Who well, I was a wary. I mean I remember Us buying Well getting him In the summer For Scunthorpe He's only 18 year old um, He's mm-hmm. got a lineage With the Dawson's That are all over the place In football I thought he did all right considering, you know, first team, you know, and pretty still a wee bit and probably should have scored at the end and all that. But, mm. you know, um, and obviously we had the guy Ben Doak, who is represented by Jackie McNamara on the bench. Now, he just uh, recently signed for Celtic. He's only just turned 16. That's when uh, so right. you start seeing players that age coming. through. And Jackie told me about an hour before the. Teams were announced that he was going to be on the bench, and I thought, oh, fuck. Because, you know, he's telling me, like, fantastic, you know, and I'm like, oh, Christ, this means we've got real problems, you know. Um, I did get a heads up from somebody within the club the day before saying, if you've got a strip and go up to Perthamone, you'll probably get a game. Um, but it's, um, you know, when near beat, I mean, near beat or I think had a great game. But, I mean, the man for me, um, not just Celtic Scotland, Tom Rogic, I mean, he's playing a game of his own right now.
1: Yeah, he's in he's in some form. I think I texted during the game saying like, that first half, especially, he just controlled the game. He like, completely Aye. controlled it. He's his close control and stuff is unbelievable, and he's just got that vision to like clip balls around the corner and stuff. Aye. And I think his biggest problem has been a, a consistent running games for the last few seasons.
0: Aye. I mean I think mentally he's stronger because he's not To tired all the time. He's tired because um, what would happen mm. all the time is he'd go be with Australia and you'd only see him for two weeks. I also think his upper body strength improved. And he's them mm. guys off better Which is making them even harder To pin down But yeah Just an absolute joy to watch Um, But second half St Johnson a with subs rallied a wee bit Chris Kane Done what Chris Kane always does And tries to rough people about And all the rest of it And he scored a good header um, Poor defending for Celtic obviously But it was a good uh, header I don't think the goalie's yeah. got any chance of that whatsoever
1: No I don't think he can blame the goalkeeper at all It's a really good cross I think it was the mm. only one that, that boy put in all day Yeah um, and Kane
0: sort of matched it perfectly and right. breaking the corner. I mean, Starfield obviously giving the ball under no pressures. No, ah, uh, Starfelt Starfield to me. I mean, he's a good defender, and he's not, but he's just got that mistake in him. And until mm. he eradicates that, you know, that'll be one where managers just go enough. You know, I'm not wanting him, but um, Posticoglu definitely fancies him, and I also think Posticoglu deserves credit for playing a back three because I think that completely nullified the threat to Johnson first half. Stevie May. You know, he just can't run like he used to. You know, and no. he's up against three defenders. He's he's over. Um and I think also Carter Rickers is he is the linchpin of the defence. I mean, for a guy to come in, for, you know, he was you know endeared to the Celtic support. Let's face it, he was endeared to the Celtic support straight away because he came for well, he played for a club called Catholic United, who I think um, got more money and shirts sold and when he find, signed for Celtic than ever in their history. You know, on one day. <laughs> As is our want, uh, but he's been absolutely magnificent, you know, really has. But as I say, so Joseph Ryan, 20 minutes, and then you're thinking, wee bit like Hertz, fuck's sake, how can you be so off 2 0 up and cruising, and suddenly a bit mm. shaky? But, you know, picked up again 15 20 minutes to go, Beton scores a third goal, and it's game over, basically.
1: Yeah, aye, and then Dawson probably should have made it four as well. Um, I do think Nielsen said something as well after the Hurts game, I think it's true, is like in these games, we no, no fans like. You can start off brilliantly because you can fire up in the dressing room mm. and that, but there's, the game will naturally have a dip, oh, and there's nothing to lift you. Aye. and that's when I think that's maybe like when the Leicestershire County and St Johnston get got that foothold back in the game when you, because mm. internally to lift yourself is hard if there's no no fans or anything oh, due, like I mean, driving you. If,
0: if, if that's a normal circumstance, see, if I've got both ends, you know, the park, some of the stand, stand, and they're singing like fuck. You know, right. Not just because of 2 up because everybody's pushed as well. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah. Um, but that moves the you only know, just a couple, I mean, talking about where our teams are at this stage of the season, I mean, first of all, I think Celtic are well ahead of where I expected us to be, um, in the sense of we've won a trophy, which is brilliant. That really blew the shackles away last season. Mm-hmm. Um I said about two months ago that I thought we could overhaul SEFCO, but that was before Gerard left. And safe safe have won nine games in a row and stuff. But obviously we've been hit with massive injuries and COVID issues and what have you. But I'm happy where we are right now. Um, in terms of six points, I mean I definitely think that's recoverable. People have said to me, "Guy, I worked on your own fans Said to me, "Is Ange you have to win the league?" I said, "No, absolutely not. You cannot expect a guy just to come in and fucking turn that into a league win inside in one season. You know, no. having said no, no. that." I'm expecting money to be spent in January, big money at that for Scottish football, and also I think there'll be if we get players back, the like Jota. You know, he's a huge player for us at the start of the season. Um, then you know we can, and obviously we can then have a real fist at the start of next season. But I mean, for me, Ange Postecoglou' remit was to be competitive again because people have already forgotten we were not competitive last season. Yeah. We're miles behind the league, both Cups early, both Europe twice early, you know, and so for what he's done in terms of, you know, league position, performance and already winning a trophy, and winning the trophy, I think, you know, as I said to you, um, it was, that game was very similar to the 2019 Scottish Cup final, where, you know, we vet a goal down and thought, oh, holy shit, and before we could even blink, it was one all. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of settled again. And then, of course, a top player produces something that only top players can produce. And that's basically what happened in both games. And, you know, I think that was a huge boost and a huge psychological for Celtic. Um, the disappointments, um, I wouldn't even say Europe was a disappointment. I thought we acquired ourselves quite well, apart from Leverkusen. But you've seen at home, you've seen away from him, the strides we've made since that game. The disappointments for me would basically be the two Livingston games. You know, We've not scored a goal against them, we've dropped four points. And that four points is huge obviously, but you know, whether it's insurmountable and all that needs to be seen but certainly I have no qualms about Ange Postacoglu or the way his team's gone, but, uh, but as always with Celtics it's basically a case of the board uh, backing them and unfortunately the same board and the same executive that were guilty last season are still there, they've just kind of shifted the chairs on the Titanic a wee bit And gave themselves New job titles And all the rest of it So that's just a big Big worry for Celtic still And hopefully The, the appointment You know to, to, to drop in The day before Christmas Oh we've gave Michael Nicholson The chief executive job You know Like oh the guy in the, the guy was already In the building You know We didn't need to go right. And pay off Fucking he's a You know So That's where we are What about Hertz? I
1: cannot Be unhappy With this season At all To be honest Like came up and I wanted to be pushing for third, fourth and I think people thought that was fanciful. But to be sitting, what, five points clear in third place, we've only lost four games in the league all season. We've got a good run of fixtures coming up after the after the break and I think we'll add one or two. Like We're bringing in a young Australian wing-back, which is an area we've been lacking in the formation we play, a proper wing-back energy. Um, I think the recruitment's been really good. Guys, saying guys like Beningame and Devlin... Uh, Woodburn, young hungry guys that hopefully you can turn on for a few at some point as well and it helps you get that better better foot to then keep doing so um, and Savage had a remit to it it was a big turnaround in the squad because people weren't happy well, even though we won the league last season it was, it was a bit laboured at times and the style has been much better and I think Nielsen deserves a lot of credit for that because he was getting so much stick and he's definitely made us a farmer attacking team uh, my only disappointment is and it seems a bit greedy considering we're we're pretty clear in third at the minute. is I think we've drawn too many games, and if the turn they draws into wins, we'd be pushing for second or up the top end. That's just now. We drew with Hibs at Tynecastle. We drew with Aberdeen at Tynecastle. We drew with Dundee at Tynecastle. We drew away at County. Like games that we were probably on top in the, in the majority of them. And if you can turn them, the ones that are on like a, a tight rope into wins, that's when you really kick on. I think, but. I'm really happy with the season um, we've, we've had a few injuries and stuff as well But we've got players back Like Suter's been a massive player for us um, Unfortunately I think Yesterday might be Suter's last game Because I've got a feeling We might sell him for some money mm-hmm. Because he's at contract in the summer We do also need to get a few players Tied up on contracts Because we've got half the squad he, he contract at the end of the season mm. But I think We're we looking like we're actually Building something now And you can actually see What we're trying to do Whereas season's gone by. There's no really been any kind of strategy. It's just been chucking players and hoping that they stick and turn out well. Um, and compared to this time last year, when uh, no long after this time last year, so we lost to brother in the cup, and the atmosphere couldn't be any more different. Like, mm. People are actually behind Nielsen now, and it's not very often you see a manager turn that turn it around that around for that kind of dislike for him. So I, well, I you're talking about been um,
0: structure. It's been interesting that uh, a former Hearts manager now has a podcast. And who knew who, mm. he knew everything about management all along uh,
1: <laughs> I And I've listened so You to talk, b- talk about the guys in the, already in the building That's what happened to Levine that time after Cathro we have spent six, uh, three months looking for a manager And Levine got the job Well
0: there's a, a couple of things it. Um, First of all it's actually a little better than I thought it would be I'd have to say that Because um, he's been getting great guests You know, um, Sam Allardyce was on And Tony Pulis, Sari Redknapp and whatever Dick Campbell, who, once again, I broke yesterday, I mean, I know fucking <laughs> hell, man, it's incredible um, Does it bother you that it gets held at Tyne Castle? I didn't actually realise
1: it did get held ah. at Tyne Castle No, every week, me sweets I, n- I never knew that, well, I don't I don't know why we're getting him kind of platform, but it's obviously still connections at the club co- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
0: I've listened there. to one or two
1: of them, and it is better than I thought it would be as well um, but
0: I think Levine fancies himself as a comedian Which is he's no, no sure He's no He's um, Quite often Somebody will tell a really good anecdote You know Like the guys that really do them well And he'll say It's just like this And it's no really like that whatsoever <laughs> You know um, But aye So Business is things. So So here we are Aye This is it Till um, We're back uh, Well football's back I beg your pardon Sort of 14th 15th 16th 17th of January uh, we'll not be back till the following week Because obviously Celtic are playing Hibs On this Monday night For some mm-hmm. fucking reason um, So I want to talk about a couple of things That really pissed me off on Christmas day Okay First of all The walkers The walkers? Aye These people who go walking on Christmas day What <laughs> is that all about?
1: It's
0: <laughs> not me I It's Christmas fucking that. day and there they are with their fucking ski jackets and their big wooly hats and photos on Instagram. Like, fucking who cares? Why are you walking on Christmas Day?
1: No. You know, that's... I, no, it's definitely not for me. i actually seen some boy jog past me on Christmas Day and oh, I didn't think he take a day off me. I know,
0: see that? It's an utter piss. It's just selfishness. You know, Christmas Day, it's like, fuck, see, put your feet up. You know, there are people... To me, that is the fucking Larry David equivalent of guys sitting around beside guys in wheelchairs, you know? (laughs) It's literally like, if you've got a time a day off and there's people out there, I've done it myself, I wasn't doing it this year, working on Christmas Day, fucking sit and enjoy yourself. Because Mm -hmm. then you jog past people who are having to fucking work because people need them or whatever it might be. And it's just fucking, honey, it's it's middle-class garbage, basically. You know, it's... um, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge would fucking laugh at. Uh, photos, Jesus fucking Christ! What has happened to this country? I reckon. I well, I I was the only person in Europe who didn't post a cheesy family fucking photo. I tell you before with the Christmas jumpers, the teeth, and the thunder cunt faces in front of a tree. Look at how happy we are. Look at my spectacularly good-looking, right? Family, you know. What the fuck is that all about? Social media—it's kind of, been there for years, though. It's no, no, no. It, I'm not. I'm saying fair enough. People have taken photos, right? No, like mm-hmm. they do now. The like they do now is like a fucking photo shoot.
1: Nah.
0: You know, it used to be just, Ken. Oh, here's the tree you know, the presents for my lucky beans. You know, the night before, which I can't stand because it's. You know, bring the show down, but there's being fuck all. You know, no, I I don't like that either. And then you know look at this, look at this, look at this. But now it's like they're all wearing matching fucking outfits and it's all like look at this and look at that. Oh, Christ almighty, I better get my Botox in before the photo gets taken. And what photo are we putting that <laughs> in and all the rest of it Fuck off. Nobody fucking cares. No <laughs> That's true. person gives a fuck about your family photos. I'm sorry, They just didn't. And the only reason they're getting you likes is because they're doing the same thing and wanting you to like their fucking footy. I,
1: well, I, it's became a bit of a pandemic with the, the, the matching jumpers.
0: Unfortunately, and stuff. Unfortunate Tony Fraser, Paul, but... Um, well, yeah. um, But, well, come on, I mean, I just, I just... It was just, honestly, by the... Six o'clock on fucking Saturday, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I enjoyed myself over Christmas... In-laws, never took a single photo, never felt the need to pose with anybody or the rest of it. We basically um had our dinner, played trivial pursuit, obviously I won. Now <laughs> let me get you let me get you, the winning question, I'm gonna give you, it, right? Because I I'm to myself this was the achievement of the year. Which boxer became the only British boxer to retain a world title? In 1988 To retain our title Sorry Not routine. Win back A
1: world title Alright
0: oh, okay uh, 1988 88 don't, I don't know Bruno No nah. Bruno to the 90s. Lloyd Hunnigan That's That's a pretty uh, that Fitting question To win it That's a good one End of story uh, <laughs> There was also A full scale riot About a question As there always is it was, I can't remember the details of the question, but it was with, which Swiss watch company? Blah, 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 blah. The person, who will remain nameless, my wife, <laughs> answered, Swartz. Okay. And the quizmaster went, that's right. I said, no, it's not. It's Swatch. She's got Swatch and Quartz mixed up. No, I agree with you, that's wrong. Swatch is a no, brand. Not only that, Swatch has a Swiss flag as part of its logo. But that was the kind of amateurism you were dealing with in this fucking thing, you know what I mean? Did she get it? No, 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 thank <laughs> God. She would have if I hadn't had any fucking, you know, uh, put in for a fucking default because that was ridiculous. I mean, sporting integrity here it has to be taken into consideration. So we did that and all the rest of it, uh, my ma was there moaning like fuck the whole day, um, we were supposed to be going to California in February but we uh a, a, a Omicron running wild and BA fucking about with the flights, um, I was left in the option but he pushed it back a wee bit, so then my mom kind of thought that I'd taken over BA, cancelled the flights and then took Omicron for South Africa and North America. <laughs> um, here was me thinking, you know, because we're now going May June, getting the flights for the same price at that time when the hot weather's here would be a really good achievement. No, no, your fault for pushing back. It was my fault, so um, you know that caused absolute mayhem. Um, and then we came home basically sat relaxed, and I was probably in my bed for ten o'clock. Never really drank that much. you know I've not been drinking much at all in recent months. Um,
1: but what about yourself? Aye, there was um, less controversy Any no, no fighting over board games or that uh, It was quite similar I went to the in-laws was relaxed had a nice dinner We came home pretty early Because we had to get the wee one to bed and stuff Because she falls asleep there And you've got to car- cart her hand and all that, it's a well, of that was, uh, It must be a
0: real first world problem
1: there eh? <laughs> Aye, I totally uh, So I we just had
0: It was quite a relaxed mean, day wasn't See, even... when you say that Do you mean you have to pick her up carry her to the car drive five minutes and then put her to her bed oh she wakes
1: up and stuff when you're oh, trying to transport her and screams Wait, what a day um, like. said you want to like. Um, her like not I'm the same as Univoli We drank too much I had a few beers and stuff in my meal but um, it was quite I was just very relaxed what was honest. the meal? Uh, turkey and there was beef as well and was trimmings Mm. So it was it was nice, but there was no no board games or that. It was quite
0: no? it was really quiet no. Well, what, so what did you do then? Because my other fucking complaint because you was telly was absolutely appalling. I did
1: watch a bit of telly, but it was shit. You're kind of fucking trying
0: to find something decent. <laughs> Let me tell you what we watched before dinner, right? And you could sit for the day till the end of time. You wouldn't guess it. It's Fiona's uh, parents' house. His father's sports staff. You know, football, golf, or rest. We watched Motherwell six, Hib six. <laughs> The whole game by the way Not just the highlights Dead festival uh, And it was I could tell the, the females Particularly my ma Were absolutely seething But um, <laughs> I was Just looking at Saying well It's not yours <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that Hi. so what did you watch? I
1: honestly can't remember There was some kind of Music programme Like Songs for the Year Or something Which was shite And then there was like Some Cooking, I was actually just felt like I was on autopilot when the television I was playing. With, I was playing with the wee one quite a lot, playing with our toys and stuff. Oh fuck! Yeah, so she sure. was oh, your daughter. thank Christ for that <laughs> I thought you were.
0: I put playing play with the toys it. and stuff,
1: helping set up. Right,
0: aye. What, taking uh, everything uh, up. When well, you uh, came
1: one of the, the days when you, it used to be my dad like raging and trying to fit in bits of plastic that didn't fit. Aye. And ready to throw things across
0: the living room. Well, again, that's came enough so up with your mother and father's sex life. But so I, so you you home him early. See what time's <laughs> early. Ah, uh, about eight o'clock or something. Eight o'clock? That's, that's not early. Ah, well, it's no full night. Nice. Normally, it's oh well, stop, by stop, stop, a stop, No, 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 no. You've just you've you've just on a golden rule there, right? I'm te- stop right now. Who the fuck stays all night at some kind of house on Christmas Day? That's that's I mean, an, like, that's unheard of. We've always done that. Oh so, Nah there's something wrong. With you like? <laughs> so what? What you've always and then went and then went him. Aye, say so, have a few drinks and stuff. Normally, just walk, team Uh, walk taxi. Right? Fucking honestly, I mean, this brings me on to so so basically, we're into because uh, I mean, I think your mind's wet too much, right? <laughs> uh, we've went you know we any different rules, regulations or estate, but you just seem to think that limit your exposure to other people thing, like Sevco Football Club, doesn't apply to you.
1: No I, d- I went to visit my brother For a couple of hours Just so I that's, could see It's not it a
0: couple of hours But let's go on It was a couple of hours You've got You see You know what you let yourself do All the time You forget Your wife And his wife The life guru Document Every aspect of their life uh, But it wasn't at all It was a few hours. It was mere than a few hours <laughs> Right okay I was your there. definition of a few? What three or four? It was five Okay. Right. So what what was your thinking behind that? Because I wanted to see my niece and nephew I wanted Wait. my daughter to see her cousins On Christmas That is the height of self-entitlement and selfishness But and you no no don't think there are people out there Who want to see their loved ones oh, Of course there are But then the, the, the rules as guidance You can go It's no, no, a no, test if you go Stop It's no guidance It's a rule It is I, The rule started yesterday
1: yeah, but no, and by the way, I said this yesterday It says any plans that you had over Christmas or Boxing Day or Christmas No, Year? no Boxing Day,
0: Christmas Day They never uh, said anything about Boxing Day Dudgeon did say that No, nah, you're fucking meeting up as you go along then. <laughs> right, okay Listen, you're a role model, right? You can't just go swarming about fucking Scotland as you please Oh, well, I can do it Because I do mean, see my nephews are... Do you know how many people need to do that? Do you know how many people I are listening? What of of course, but like? I've not been going anywhere for the last two, three weeks Well, that's fucking untrue as well it's not untrue. You were in a curry hoose two weeks ago. And that was before any of this changed. Uh, no, but it... That <laughs> <laughs> was also for two weeks. Oh, aye, <laughs> right, aye, aye. <laughs> Listen, you are a public figure. You cannot fucking have one set of rules for the fucking proletariat and one for <laughs> you, right? Added okay. to the fact, and this is a real cusp of the fucking issue, you're enabling a rat bastard like Chris...
1: Oh, was he, was he now just, his
0: behaviour has been absolutely fucking abominable over the Christmas period. Up and to what? and including matching fucking jumpers with his kids and wife, singing carols on an Instagram story together. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Hang on, he was singing carols? Yes. It was a fucking hell. No, I didn't that. No. Absolutely. I mean, do you not know, do, you do your due diligence before you go to these places? I, I didn't even... I well, uh, a What due do diligence, The man's insane. <laughs> and then of course, the cherry on the top of the icing, you besmirch all your kids by putting her stops on them all at that age. Aye? That's Aye. disgraceful, the like. Fuck like you did your kids never still Celtic strips. Hold on a minute. First of all, none of my kids have a father called Chris O'Neill. <laughs> Right? That's the fucking first one. Second of all, if I was in charge of the spawn of Chris O'Neill, I'd be doing everything I could to make sure they were nothing like him in life.
1: I'm not in charge. His, that's his kid. But also, there's nothing wrong with a football strip for a five-year-old
0: at Christmas. It was fucking Boxing Day. Sorry, but he got it for his Christmas. Oh, fuck it, Neil. Well I mean that just shows you we've already had I'm only taking him at his first game if I get a free ticket. I'm only getting him a strip if it's on Christmas, no before. I mean what kind of nonsense is that? And you're <laughs> fucking back this I'm up. pretty sure he's had a strip before. Aye aye. Absolute fucking nonsense, right? <laughs> so, before we leave, and I'm hoping this will go on for an hour because quite frankly it needs to. Say, what are your New Year's resolutions?
1: <coughs> New Year's resolutions? Genu- genuinely didn't have any I'd I've n- I've never made them Do you think um, you need them like no? Aye I could probably do with something Like Sticking to a better diet And losing some weight That's if, if we're looking for the, the generic type. But, oh, um, What's
0: your diet now like?
1: Fucking Poor isn't it? it used to be pretty good But it seems like it's been Right at the windy What's the reason for that? Fuck knows to be honest Laziness is, is probably the biggest the Biggest aspect oh, laziness. of Laziness? Aye I didn't prepare food properly and stuff
0: So what do you prepare? Nothing?
1: I just eat too much shite Pastas and pizzas and stuff
0: Pasta's no shite
1: nah, It is when you have We fucking I don't know You Why have not? it all the time And big portions of it Listen
0: I'm telling you right now Every single person Listening to this podcast Is thinking right now Paul is floundering What are you trying to cover up here? Because you've floundered <laughs> Over the pasta there. thing What the fuck is really going on? <laughs> no nah, I've put on loads of weight And I've eaten shite So I want to lose some Nah I'm not saying You've not put Are you, are you eating You know Beef jerky <laughs> no, no beef jerky, no. But I'd probably like taking having
1: too many takeaways in that as well, rather than actually cooking and stuff.
0: What well, is that not why you got married? <laughs> probably. What kind of takeaways are you having? If I have one usually a Chinese or something. Aye, what's what specifically?
1: Uh, I never have this I never did always have the same thing, but oh, like, crispy shredded beef something like that.
0: Oh fuck well, no wonder for fuck's sake you that fried shit. I
1: know. I know.
0: There is something wrong But I've,
1: I've, not, I've genuinely Not got any resolutions I'd never make
0: them You should, you should. There's a lot you need To change about your life Exactly. <laughs> Do you have any? Well first of all i am going off the bevy For a long time Right I already said Well I've got to go Up to California And then go off it But um, I'm not enjoying it And I want to get The feeling back And I'm also Whatever I drink I'm not getting Happily drunk Or You know mm. Having any merriment for it. So I thought I need to get back The feeling we are six cans and you're half gassed because yeah. um and I also didn't want to end up with like one of the Hosey types who have to drink. <coughs> you know what I mean by the way I should pass on that Hosey's currently got COVID. Uh, Sorry? Unfortunately aye. Um, <laughs> I um when he said he was feeling shit on the Thursday before Christmas. Mm. Um but he seemed fine on Christmas Day. I've not heard from him since. Um, he told me excitedly he was back out on New Year's Day, to which I replied, to what? Back out with? Uh, Every about? But that's just, you kind know his mind. But this is a man who sat in public parks last year, you know, to drink beer, which is just, you know, something that. <laughs> Give me a, a you know a warm fucking house and a comfy chair every time kind of thing, but
1: yeah, I I do think as well I kind of agree with the drink that it's something I'm going to not completely stop but it's cut back on because I think it's partly a why I've helped put weight on as well, and it just becomes it's became like almost like drinking for the sake of it at the weekends having a few beers and stuff. I'm not enjoying it the same as I used to. See, either.
0: I don't like that phrase "having a few beers." I think that's what wankers do, and I'm not saying you're a wanker, but you know I've heard that. I mean, you said on numerous occasions that DREF eh, look DREF fucking hell man I can't even speak with my teeth back in Steph drinks herself comatose quite often <laughs> <laughs> you told me she drinks wine <laughs> and falls asleep all the time aye that's because she's almost <laughs> fucking knackered for what oh, f- so well, there's no chance of happening for you anyway is there <laughs> um, see oh, that's it, that dismissive ah, you, you're a lawyer now fucking let's face it I mean your work it's just a nonsense. I still don't understand what the fuck it is and you've got the cheek to complain about it. Um, you wait till Steph does this fucking new job which is similar to mine and you'll know all about it after then. She'll be like, well, I reckon you last six months she'll boot you. She'll <laughs> fucking realise what a, a complete and utter malingerer you truly are. Um, but uh, you've said on numerous occasions she drinks wine and falls asleep on the couch. she just fall asleep. You've got a but, huge uh, tendency to fall asleep in pubs and bars and Aye, that's usually from steaming
1: though. Like, and Steph seems to have one or two, and then for sleepers, like it just acts as a sleeping aid.
0: And that's wine. But, aye. And what are you drinking in the house? Like, are you drinking in the house? Uh, when I do, aye, beer usually. What kind of beer? Uh,
1: depends. I uh, got so, like hop house, usually something like that. Oh, beer and Fucking
0: break. hop house. I quite like it. No, I'm sorry. That has to be go. We are not having fucking craft beer drinkers on this fucking show. Any no, it's just it's the it's the got made by Guinness. I didn't give a fuck, it's a craft beer. Guinness makes Guinness, right? That's it. Disney makes fucking films, you know? We didn't go to fucking weird Disney box or shorts or anything like that. You need to get a fucking grip ball, right? The other thing is, um I've got so much drink in the house right mm. now. I got a Casey of of Moretti I've got twenty fucking bottles of red wine and all that, so I'm like should I just go... So I'm, I'm only working on the 4th of January between now and the 13th, I think. So I might. I have got the opportunity to drink it all. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I've just today finished the Tim's book I'm doing. I'm waiting on one piece to come in, which if it doesn't come in the day, it's not fucking gone in. I'm sick of chasing people. Um, and then that's done. I've all I'm about two thirds way through the film, which the trailer will drop on January first. uh right in. Um, so I've cleared the decks here yeah, a lot of things. Um, our work Christmas night out was cancelled. Mm. Um, which was meant to be the night before the cup final, but that's when it just started to get worse and worse and worse. And Stodden has basically gone and didn't go out, and so we've decided, touch wood, to go out in January. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have one? No, you've a work night did you? No, I've
1: I've not had one since I started with this new company too, because they cancelled the last year as well.
0: It's probably because they didn't like you. Eh? Possibly they're probably having a work night out like, Aye, I, I, I've just. <laughs> aye, um, but aye, so that's so that's us um, no back till, which will probably be the twenty third of January, which which is Scottish Cup weekend. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck did Hertz get again? Aberdeen medal or something?
1: Fucking Ockham Lake Talbot again, and that's doing it. Aye, doing it Ockham Lake. It's going to like.
0: be played there.
1: Yes, I, I thought they'd maybe move it to try and get a bigger crowd, but they'll the, get a few thousand. Or... It's on the telly, innit? Aye, ah, it's like twelve, aye, twelve o'clock on a Saturday lunchtime. Shite. Aye, no. Especially get especially when it's what two and a bit hours away, something like that. So you have to leave early. The Doors, there's not much in a the way there. It'd be good though. I, if I can get a ticket, I'd like to go down. But I don't. I think we only get a few hundred.
0: What do you mean it's Assuming two, the crowds are bad yeah, so, What do you mean it's two and a half hours away? It's fucking an air share, isn't it? I bet
1: it's like, I'm pretty sure I, I checked like the two and a bit hour drive
0: That's because it takes an hour to get your drive <laughs> um, Aye, so who knows where we'll go with this season Who knows where we'll go This is podcast 44 That doesn't include Christmas or football specials Which I think is no bad going it's really bizarre because at the start of December I was thinking we might actually hit 50 by New Year and we could do a special And then of course you Whole family were doing way What was it? Um, violent diarrhoea or something <laughs> um, I can to speak for myself in that regard to missed COVID a few shows myself. and stuff like that So um, Aye, so That's that really um, So have you got any message for the listeners For the
1: 2021 Going into 2022 um, no, no, no really <laughs> I Just fuck wishing, all, wishing hell, everybody man. a happy new year And everybody stays safe and healthy during this time Which is obviously a bit more concerning
0: Hopefully we'll do it soon That was as bland and vanilla as you'll ever I, mean, I thought Dan Walker came on to the fucking podcast there Jesus fuck Well my message is this right We need to fucking enjoy ourselves Life is fucking short And we see it every day Look at Pear Janice Long, for Christ's sake. She was doing her show up until three weeks ago. Now she's dead. Quick illness and gone. A good friend of mine, John Slavin, passed. You know, people just drop everywhere. And um, I'm not going to go into the bullshit about hugging your family and friends because a lot of us didn't have that. We didn't have that opportunity. But what I'm got to say is to value yourself and try and grab everything you can for life because, you know, it was Ferris Bueller, the great Ferris Bueller, Paul, who said... Life moves pretty fast. Well, you might just miss it. And uh, if I was to give Paul a resolution, it would be this. He needs to stop pretending he's got hair and get doing a number one cup. He needs to stop that ridiculously fucking dyed beard, which is just, you know, polluting the fucking show every week. You don't understand, listeners. after have to look at this cunt's face. Um, and also... He needs to stop suggesting people for this podcast who are fucking unreliable, and we all know who I'm talking about. But until then, I'm going to dedicate this last one to Dav, and it's my mate Dav, and I'll tell you why I've reacquainted with him in the last six months. Known him all my life, um, but like anything else, you float, you you know, float away, and all that sort of stuff. But. He's coming back into my life, and he's been a breathy fresh year, and um, he's a really, really good guy, and he set me on the path of a lot of things, other than Celtic really, probably um, that I enjoy, and um, that you know about me, so Dav, this one's for you buddy, happy new year when it comes everybody, take care.